0: Welcome family, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Philly Strong, presented by Trackstar Sports, where it's all about the Philadelphia Eagles, 76ers, and competitive strength training. Let's get into it. Alright, 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 welcome back to another episode of Philly Strong, I'm your host Aaron Simpkins, thanks for tuning in guys, thanks for following, uh, while I'm mentioning following, why don't you go and subscribe to Trackstar Sport? There's no S on it. Trackstar Sport at social media, uh, on any social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that, Facebook. Go follow us there. Trackstar Sports is the is the how do I want to say the the mother brand of us all. Uh, Philly Strong is just a is one of the many shows that Trackstar Sports brings us. So um, you know we're part of a network. So go subscribe to Trackstar Sports on iTunes. And uh, and listen to all the shows, and then get the if you're if you have an Android, um, I'm sorry for you, but I'm Team iPhone. Anyway, if you're if you have an Android, you can still listen, no problem. Go get the app Podcast Republic. Shout out to them for featuring Trackstar Sports on their app. Over one million downloads on their app, so you know people are using it. So go get Podcast Republic and uh, find Trackstar Sports on there and listen on your Android. So anyway. Thanks again for tuning in. This is Philly Strong. I'm Aaron Simpkins. Today we are going to talk about everything that we talk about. We got some stuff for the Eagles, the Sixers, and from the weightlifting world, uh, which which I'm I'm particularly excited about. Uh, so we'll we'll get into that eventually. But first, we're going to start out with the the major players, the Eagles, Super Bowl champs, by the way, Kells, Uh Just just in case you were listening. The, the Eagles, so the other day OTA started, we all know that, um, and one of the newly signed Eagles uh, backup linebackers, uh, veteran player, almost 30 years old, uh, Paul Worrylow, I think I said his name right, Worrylow, uh, first day, first day of training, tore his ACL. You got to feel bad for the guy. Um, he... Wasn't expected to be a starter or anything like that, but he was expected. He, he was looked upon to, uh, you know, bring a presence uh, as a veteran and as a backup linebacker, um, which you know is one of those positions you always need. You always need good players and backups and all that. So, uh, you know, the, he he'll be missed. Um, even though he didn't even have a chance really to show what he had, but he will be missed though, because um, the Eagles are going to have to make up for that. The and not and, and to even follow that the same day that 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 injury happened uh, the Eagles released Michael Kendricks linebacker uh, often a starter sometimes not when when Jordan Hicks started coming around uh, he uh, Kendricks kind of took a lower of a role but for he's been on the team for a while and uh, and he was a starter for a lot of it and he's a player that has a ton of potential but sometimes he just just one, kind of one of those frustrating guys where you know that he can be a lot better than what he shows much of the time. Um, but anyway, the Eagles have released him. and um, But on to a little bit better news. Uh, Carson Wentz uh, is actually looking really good. Now, we all know he tore his ACL, uh, got jacked up in, uh, what was it, December? Yeah, it was December, so it really wasn't that long ago. And we're coming around six months, and Wentz is already is already out there throwing, um, not full practice, but j- almost full practice throwing, showing footwork. There's videos out there of it. You can see him. His his he looks it looks incredible. He it's it's almost like it's almost like one of those things. Like is it too good to be true? You know, can can he really? Can he really be ready by, by you know game one? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna put that on him and say that he, he definitely will be, but I know that he's probably gunning for it. But with that being said, even if he doesn't start game one, and even if he doesn't start game two, three, four, I feel a lot more comfortable with it because the Eagles, as you know, have their backup quarterback is, is good enough that he won the Super Bowl with the team and was a Super Bowl MVP. And I'm talking about Nick Foles, of course. So, a little bit of news with Nick Foles is that the Eagles, it came out that the Eagles turned down a trade, uh, a trade with the Browns for the 35th pick in the draft, which may not seem like, right off the bat it may not seem like a huge deal, but in a draft where the Eagles didn't have a pick, before that, um, it was, you know, a little bit surprising in a sense, but at the same time, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't, you know, I would have kept Foles. Uh, you know, you, in, in your starting quarterback, I think, personally, in, in your division, NFC East, in your division, your starting quarterback is by far the best quarterback in, in the division. And I think your backup quarterback is probably, probably third best out of the quarter, out of the starting QBs, or any quarterback in the NFC East, I think you're, I think I think the Eagles have the first and the third best QBs in the division. So that's you know, hey, I'll take it. That's not a bad thing to have. So they're keeping Foles around, um, probably especially with not knowing how long it's going to take for Wentz to to uh, to come back and and start playing at, at full force again. So you know, we'll wait and see about that. NFL power rankings rankings have been released, which is pretty cool. Not not a super surprise. The Eagles have are, are ranked number one. Um, I think, I think honestly, the Eagles have the best chance of being a a repeat champion uh, for uh, that that hasn't happened for a while because they're young, they're pretty healthy overall, and I think they just have the right pieces together. They have they have the right coach. They have the right core of players which is still there. Um they they have a great chemistry. They their QB is a franchise QB and is a young QB and no matter which one you're talking about, fools or Wentz, but I'm I'm talking about Wentz. And yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by the number 1 ranking. Um side note with all that, uh I'm going to be attending a charity softball game that Carson Wentz's foundation is throwing. In uh, what was it? It's next week. I'll be I'll be attending that. It's actually at the Philadelphia Phillies stadium, but it it will be played by. It's a softball game played by most of the Eagles players. Defense versus offense, I believe. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be pretty fun. Uh, follow my Twitter, Aaron Simpkins One. I'll be posting some pictures when I go to that. Now on the Sixers stuff, this has been a pretty cool week for the Sixers. I mean, aside from the fact that they're not playing in the playoffs still, but the uh, the all-NBA teams have come out, all-NBA defense teams and all that. And Robert Covington was actually named to the first uh, all-NBA defensive team, which, you know, it's kind of surprising. Uh, I didn't think that he was – he's known as a good defensive player. I, I – Honestly, don't know if I would have put him that high uh, he, and as a Sixers fan. Um, but, I mean, hey, congrats to the guy. It's cool. Uh, that's awesome that he made the first NBA all-defensive all team. And uh, speaking of, of that, Joel Embiid, he not only made the second team all-defensive, but he made the second team all-NBA. So that's pretty legit for the big guy. And I think... I honestly, I think he's nowhere near near his ceiling either. So this should be a hey, stay away from injuries and be and you're going to be on lists like this and get awards like this, you know, the rest of your career like every single year. So congrats to him. That's awesome. I'm I'm happy for him. And uh and the the total points were also released uh, for guys who didn't make it. And Simmons didn't make any of the three any of the top three all NBA teams, but he was in the top five players that didn't get voted in. And not only was he that, he had thirty six total points and Donovan Mitchell, who is the guy I'm mentioning I'm only mentioning this because the Rookie of the Year award, everyone's going back and forth between Simmons and Mitchell. And I I've, I've been saying this whole time, it's clear cut Simmons. And you have these Mitchell people that are like like they, they look at me like I'm crazy and I'm like all you got to look at bro is the stats man the you know the the stats take it like and and not only that when A B was injured at the, at the end of the year Simmons led the team to a 15 game winning streak so i mean I, and and speak and if you want to go stats i'll just throw some stats at you right now not only that Simmons got 36 total points Mitchell only had 2 for all NBA teams and Simmons ended – his stat line ending for the year was 15.8 points a game, 8.1 rebounds, and 8.2 assists, 12 triple-doubles, four times he was named Rookie of the Month, and he was named to the first NBA All-Rookie team. I mean, I, I shouldn't even have to say anymore. And if he doesn't get it, it's just it's, – that's terrible. That's a travesty if he doesn't get it. So, I, I mean, all that being said – I'm looking forward to a really exciting off season. Uh, the The Sixers have a lot of a lot of money available to them, so obviously everybody knows this is the big LeBron year and all that. A couple other big names out there, so uh, it's. I haven't thrown my hat into the LeBron ring fully yet. I, I I'm like, I'm like, I got it off my head, but I haven't thrown it yet. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm. I'm getting there though, I think, because I, I think what's swaying me is if, if LeBron's on this Sixers team and given that they're healthy, they're to me a lock. Like they're they're a lock to make it to the championship and a very good chance of winning the championship. So I don't know if you can say no to that. So we'll see what happens. They they have a lot of money and not only they they have more they have so much money they can sign more than a max contract player. They could sign a couple guys. So we'll see. We'll see. And not only that, they had the 10th pick in the draft. And um, I'm not really going to get too much into the draft tonight. Uh, In two weeks, my next episode, which is in two weeks, I'm I'm every two weeks on Thursday nights is when I record. Uh, They had the 10th pick in the draft. So my next episode, I'll get into into the draft a lot more, talk about some players and uh, some potential picks for them. I'm on the Trey Young train. I think I mentioned that last last episode, but uh, you know, like I said, we'll get in we'll get into that more. We'll dive into the draft next episode. Now, on to, uh some some uh, some weightlifting uh, this from the weightlifting news from the strength world, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a health update, real quick, on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, everyone knows Arnold. You, know, you don't you know might not know anything about powerlifts and bodybuilding or anything like that but you know Arnold he's Arnold who doesn't know Arnold uh, he had some major open heart surgery uh, at the end of March and as of a few days ago uh, maybe it was a week old or so he he was posting on his Instagram a video of him out and about and uh, walking fine and looked energetic and all that so I mean he's he's doing very well uh, you know so so kudos out to him for him and his recovery and uh, just the motivational spirit that Arnold gives us all um, you know when it comes to to uh, taking care of our physical bodies. Um, so just want to throw that out there. Now these are the two things I'm really excited about. Kevin LaVroni, who who I've mentioned before, is bodybuild is is a bodybuilding legend from the '90s, early 2000s, and he uh, he competed last year or no, I'm sorry, 2016. He competed in the Mister Olympia at 52 years old, which which is unheard of. After he had not competed in bodybuilding for 14 years, which is even more unheard of. That I mean, the guy the guy is is when I say that he. Is obsessed and he's dedicated and he's insane. When it comes to going all out into something, it's saying all that is is. I don't even it it doesn't do it justice how he is. Um, He's just he's insane, but uh, he competed in the Arnold Australia this um, previous Arnold. A few months ago, uh, it was his last bodybuilding show. He announced beforehand it was his last one. Um, he he looked good. Now the only thing was his his legs again came in a little small, so that's why he ended up. I think he ended up placing last place, but he still looked better than he did in his in his show before that. And again, remember this is a f- at this point fifty four year old fifty. Let me say that again, fifty four year old guy competing. Mm-hmm. In bodybuilding at its highest level, so you know, all right, just just I, I say last place, but cut the guy some slack, a little bit. I mean, it's 54. If you look him up, Kevin Lavroni, L-E-V-R-O-N-E, Kevin Lavroni on Instagram and all that, I, the dude is is a monster. Now the news that I'm talking about, that I'm getting to, he announced two days ago on his Instagram that. He is going to go for the uh, the world record in the bench press for fifty uh, age range of fifty and up and a body weight of two forty two. He's going to go for the world bench press record. The record was set at 515, 515 pounds, uh, four years ago by actually a friend of of Lavroni's, um, Tony Lotman Train. Am I saying his name right, Lotman Train? Yeah, I think that's right. Tony Lotman Train set it at five fifteen. And in the video, uh, in, in the Instagram video that Kevin Lavroni announced this, it actually shows him benching what looks to be 525, and he does it for two reps. So not only does he, you know, do a rep, he actually does it twice. And, and like I said, it looks to be 525, he doesn't have it written out what it is, he doesn't say in the video what it is, but... Counting what the plates are, and, and, and I'm guessing on what the smaller plates are that are on the bar, I'm, I'm, my guess is that it's 525 pounds. So the 515, which is the record, I think that should be easy for him, honestly. He said the competition is in a couple weeks. So I'm really looking forward to hearing how that goes and uh, looking for an update for that. So, uh, and then my, my, last, my last thing I want to talk about, uh, which I think is also awesome... Generation Iron, which is the the uh, the network, it's kind of a media network, um, they, they have a really popular website, and they've also produced a couple uh, really popular bodybuilding documentaries in the last few years. Uh, the one that Arnold was in, called Pumping Iron, came out in the 70s, it kind of started the whole bodybuilding in the mainstream, you know, got it popular and all that, like, That was the one that kind of started it. Generation Iron wanted to come back like 30 years later. And I think it was... Was it 2014? Yeah, 2014 was the first one. Generation Iron. And they they wanted to do the... They wanted to do it again. Kind of in the spirit of the Arnold uh, documentary with Pumping Iron and all that. So they followed around some of the top guys in the world. And that was like their start. That was that was generation iron's kind of coming out party was that documentary and then then they came out with a network and a website and uh, they have a podcast like they have they they're they're branding themselves as like the go-to network for bodybuilding so they they produced a generation iron 2 which came out 2 years ago or last year I'm sorry and that followed a guy around a couple guys that were professional bodybuilders but also uh, guys like Rich Piana, who got famous off YouTube. They, he he was a bodybuilder, but got his fame from YouTube. Started a supplement company and um, really interesting dude. Uh, unfortunately, Rich Piana passed away last year. Uh, R.I.P. So, um, but go check that out. Generation Iron too. Now what I'm now what I'm getting to. I want to give you the back backstory of Generation Iron because lay the foundation for showing how they're they're legitimate at doing this um, they are releasing a documentary coming june 22nd about ronnie coleman it's called ronnie coleman the king and the king is his nickname uh, ronnie coleman is eight time mr olympia winner tied for the most mr olympia has ever won side note i think phil heath will probably beat that in a couple years uh, but <laughs> ronnie coleman is is a legend in the bodybuilding world. And he, he uh, obviously got super popular from just winning all the time. But what really made him kind of, you know, he, he carved his, his legacy is the, in the way that he trained. Uh, he, he was super, super hardcore, lifted super stupid heavy weights for crazy reps. You know, two hundred pound dumbbells for twelve reps, like just crazy. Um, but this documentary, Ronnie Coleman, in the past few years has, ever since he retired from bodybuilding, the past five or six years or so, he he's been undergoing major surgeries, uh, major surgeries in his hips, his back, his neck, and getting all kinds of stuff, getting screws, getting bars all that. I mean, he's had, he's had everything you can think of and, you know, times where he could, he could went through, you know, a season of his life where he could barely walk, uh, stuff like that. And and again, this was a guy who was squatting 800 pounds for two reps. And then he goes to, you know, barely being able to walk. And so this documentary looks like the trailer's out for it now. It looks like it's kind of, it's, it's, kind of you know showing him showing you where he came from and then following him along the journey that he's on right now where it where it seems like now currently he's like on the ending phase of healing from all these surgeries and getting to a point where he's actually almost normal again um so i'm really looking forward to that uh just Ronnie Coleman's always been one of my favorites ever since I've been into lifting and into bodybuilding and and all that. Uh, just one of my favorites because you know, I mean, if you're into lifting, who doesn't know a Ronnie Coleman motivational video on YouTube? Like who who doesn't know that? Who doesn't who doesn't hear you know, who doesn't like hearing the yeah buddy screams or the lightweight baby? Like that's that's all from Ronnie Coleman. So. If you think I sound crazy, go look. Go type in Ronnie Coleman on YouTube and just watch one of those videos of him lifting. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about, and you'll probably want to go to the gym right after that. So that's coming June 22nd. Ronnie Coleman, the King, a documentary by Generation Iron. Super pumped for that. Looking forward to it. So, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Philly Strong. I have fun on this one. I covered everything, all the topics that I cover. And I enjoyed it So Some things to look forward to And uh, I'll see you again in two weeks Two weeks every Thursday Is when I record Every other Thursday I'm sorry Bi-weekly So Look forward Look forward to that Again Follow Track Sports On Instagram Twitter Facebook Trackstar Sport And uh, uh, Follow my Twitter my Twitter is I, I only use my Twitter for sports, or you know what I talk about on Philly Strong. So follow my follow me on Twitter at Aaron Simpkins one. That's A A R O N S I M P K I N S one on Twitter. So thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, I'll be back in two weeks. God bless.